0: Welcome to another episode of Word From Home. My name is Jem Lakian. If you're new to this channel, make sure to give us a like below and hit the subscribe button. On this show, we speak to athletes, artists, and creatives to share their stories that can inspire you guys, myself included, and the next generation to pursue their passions and their purpose with whatever it takes. And for those unsure of what that is right now, maybe this episode could spark that something for you to just start somewhere or to just keep going. I'm excited for this episode to learn more as today's special guest is the co-founder and podcast host of Wealthy, a real estate investment platform, helping investors find qualified opportunities, combining knowledge and experience with the latest technology to create a seamless end-to-end experience for property investors. Dominic nesky welcome.
1: Hey, man! It's good to jump on the show. Uh it sounds like explaining our business is a mouthful, but the way I think about it is yep. it's just making real estate investing easy, easy, easy yeah. as possible.
0: I, I try to complicate it. I wanted to make it sound extravagant for you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Well, um, Dom, it's nice to meet you. Thank you for taking your time. First and foremost, how are you and your family doing during lockdown? Jim, we're
1: good. Um, there are so many things that you could... You could you know, complain about, there are certainly a lot of difficulties, but I find that there's so, so much more to be grateful for. So I'm happy families. Well, there's lots of, you know, we've got a fulfilling work ahead of us, mm-hmm. you know, getting a little bit of training done. I'm doing all the simple things. Well, so I'm happy. Things are good.
0: Absolutely. I think um, during these times when we've had a bit of a reset or just settled down a little bit, we are able to do all the things that we weren't able to do when we we're in that nine to five, go, go, go but it's been good as well for on my end. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up?
1: I grew up in the, I suppose you could say, inner West, sort of <laughs> Bellwood, Strathfield, Lewisham, that kind of area. Mm-hmm. Um, moved around a lot, you know, from there I've lived, you know, North Sydney, I've lived... Um, you know, in places like Bankstown, Greenacre. I've lived west. I've lived in Penrith. Uh, I've kind of been all over Sydney and I spent some time. I lived in New York for a while. I've lived in London, um, but primarily Sydney. And right now I'm in Lake Macquarie.
0: Beautiful. Uh, I do want to talk about uh, you moving around a lot. Maybe one day I'd love to move just like you, go to different cities, um, different countries. So I do want to know more about that. Um, before I- before all of that, how did you get the idea to create and start Wealthy?
1: So starting Wealthy for me, um, I didn't do it by myself. I did it with my business partner, Peter Escho, and he's a mastermind. And he's very, very good at what he does. The reason why we started Wealthy is the two of us fundamentally believe that uh, people weren't treating real estate with the same respect that there were other investments, like stocks and shares and managed funds. and. You know, when you go and invest in any of these other spaces, there are, um, there are sources of truth that you can rely upon. With real estate, it's a largely unregulated market. You either go to a, more, a, a real estate agent, which only knows their area, mm-hmm. or, you know, you go to a project marketer who's trying to sell you something. And maybe you might employ a, 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 a buyer's advocate. But we wanted to be that source of truth, a place that you could trust and somewhere that you could come and talk to uh, talk to us about real estate in an intelligent way and we could guide you. And we wanted to do it in a scalable manner so that we can reach the widest audience. Now, he used to be a stock analyst. I was a financial planner. I've worked in property development and I've been in real estate for more than a decade. So we just came together and said, how can we make real estate investing easy? And then we've just been you know, working away at doing that.
0: It's been fun for you guys?
1: Heaps. Heaps and heaps of fun. The thing about starting a business is it's it's really difficult mm-hmm. and it turns you inside out in many ways, um, but it's hella fun if that's what you want to do, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I have, from a very, very young age, I've always been... Um, very aspirational. I've always been sort of looking how I could create freedom for myself, yeah. how I could create passive income, how I could earn lots of money or how I could, you know, create space in my day to kind of live life by my own design. And one thing is I realized that I you need to start a business or you need to start some kind of creative venture where you can earn your own money and you have control over how you can live your life. Yeah. So one of them is creating a business and, I've created lots and lots of different types of businesses that have all kind of failed. And this is the one that's working.
0: Beautiful. Are you able to speak more on wealthy and the business model and what you guys actually provide? And who's, who's your like target market at the moment? You guys have people in their twenties, thirties,
1: everyone. I mean, it's hard to, it's, 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 you shouldn't say everyone, but wealthy is a place. It's a marketplace. It's a platform. It's a, it's a a place where we have our investment specialists will sit down with people like yourself. They could be first-time investors, second-time or third-time investors. Mm -hmm. And we have property all over Australia that we've qualified as good quality investment vehicles. Mm -hmm. And we qualify based on key investments in infrastructure. Is the area getting better with Mm -hmm. schools and, and work? Is there economic activity? Can people get a job close to nearby? Um, is their population growth. Are there changes in the population from lower income to higher income?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're watching the market for the key criteria that makes it a good investment vehicle. And we qualify the stock. Clients come to us. We look at their life. We look at their fears, their aspirations, their goals, and we create a plan. And then we match that plan with what they're after. And then we go and find properties for them. Yeah. Now, the way that we get paid is... When you go buy any piece of real estate, you'll go buy it on the open market. Someone's selling it. There's Mm -hmm. an agent involved. They're, They're getting paid. So what we do is we go to the developer, the builder, the landowner direct, and we say, hey, I've got five or six clients that would like what you've got. Instead of you paying the agent a fee, you give us that fee.
0: Yep. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely makes sense. Uh, and you guys don't charge your clients at all. It just the fee that comes from the developers go to you.
1: That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So rather than there being an additional cost, that money that was going to be paid to LJ Hooker, mm-hmm. we take that only yep. when our clients purchase something.
0: Perfect. And you're able to assist your clients in finding the first, second, third properties understand yeah
1: first second third fourth fifth (laughs) you know some of our clients are uh, very sophisticated and then we could do duplex investments we could put money into uh, unlisted property trusts we can structure different vehicles we can get very very complicated but where our our niche or where we feel
0: comfortable is helping people just get started get started okay just like just like this podcast hopefully some everyone that's watching over here You guys can... um, I'm going to leave the links down below uh, for Wealthy. But in your own opinion, Dom, how's the market looked during lockdown and what are the significant changes you've seen? And where's this Sydney market's going to crash one day? Uh, It's soon going to crash.
1: So what's happened post-COVID and where's the Sydney market going? Is that what your questions were?
0: Yeah, like uh, what, in your opinion, what's happened during this time of lockdown? And everyone says, even with this... You know, everyone keeps saying the Sydney housing market's going to crash. Um, uh, even with this COVID economic downturn, we haven't seen it. It's actually gone up. Uh, so, in your yep. opinion, what do you think's happened?
1: Well, um, there are a number of things that have happened. Real estate fundamentally is, is supply and demand, right? Mm-hmm. If there's lots and lots of demand, not a lot of supply, prices go up. Now, demand is impacted on a few different ways. One is uh, the cost of capital. So how much does it cost to go and get a loan? So debt, so money from the bank. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, you know, fiscal policy. So the government incentives. If government makes it hard for you to go and get property, then you're not going to buy it. But if they make it easy, you will go buy it. Yep. Now, when COVID came about, we're in an environment where interest rates are at the lowest they've ever been. Mm-hmm. So you can go to the bank and get debt very, very cheap. So it's, it's capital is very cheap. Lots of free flowing cash. Banks are giving money out. Yeah. Second thing is the government started making it very easy and in fact, incentivizing people to buy property. Mm-hmm. So they were saying, uh, encouraging first home buyers to go buy property. They are encouraging um, you know, investors to get out there by reducing stamp duty, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you had an environment where money's debt's cheap and the government's incentivizing you to go buy. So what you saw is a wave of purchases enter the market. Okay? And then what happened following that? Once this first wave of owner occupiers, uh, first home buyers came into the market, we saw a stimulation in activity and we saw some increases in the property market. Now those increases, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20%, the existing owners that are out there saw this as a, a windfall. So their property has gone up, say 100 or 200K. They've now taken that money out of the, the facility and they're buying property. Another one, yep. Yeah, they're buying another one. So what we saw is um, ABS puts out data and they show the types of loans that people get. There has been 100% more investors in the market this time compared to last time uh, this year, or same time this time versus last time this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're seeing is owner occupiers and now competing with investors and yeah. in this environment where we're currently locked down, there's very low levels of supply. No mm-hmm. one's listing their property, but yeah. there are a lot of purchases that are out there. Another thing that we saw is COVID made us spend a lot of time at home. So the house became a very important place for us. Yeah. People started thinking, do I need more space? Two things happened. One, one people moved out of the city. They went to regional centers. Regional mm-hmm. property prices jumped a lot. And the other thing is people started realizing rather than renting, I could go buy. Yeah. I've saved all this money because I haven't gone anywhere. Let's go buy a house. Mm-hmm. I'm not traveling anywhere. I'm not buying any cars. Let's go buy a house. Mm-hmm. So all of these people stepped into the market. They upgraded their homes. And now you're in this environment where lots and lots of people are buying and there's not a lot of stock.
0: Yeah. And I I'm I've just- tried to summarize it all. No, no, that makes sense, makes sense. Um, and I'm assuming as well, a lot of people now that were in the office working in the city, this is going to be a new new norm. Like right now, we're both working from home um, that people have thought out that they can move regional just like yourself and have a big space, don't have to work and um, don't have to live near the city anymore. They can have a nice place out a few kilometers out from the city. And do you think that's also made property prices jump up as well?
1: Yes, it has. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're now looking at a new norm. Mm-hmm. You know, the advent of the internet changed things. People, yeah. you know, online commerce changed things. We're in an environment now where working from home or working remotely is the new norm. I saw a study the other day where it was something like if if everybody was told to go back to work something like 70 or go back to work 100% of the time something like 70% of people would go to their bosses I'm
0: not coming back <laughs> 100%. and for
1: all of you that are listening I just I put my finger up because I think you know yeah. people tell their bosses basically to get stuffed
0: it's true because we want that flexibility and we're used to it, and we can we've shown that we've been able to do it for like for two years now for us
1: that's exactly right. And, and it's, I love it because people are now getting a sense of what it's like to run a business.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, you can work within your own times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're accountable to yourself. You're accountable to the person next to you. And you can, you've can you got a bit more flexibility in your day. So I like that, that this has happened and
0: I, I'm a massive uh, proponent for it. Me too, me too. Because it, without, without work from home, I don't think I would have been able to start this platform. Because I would have just been nine to five. um, And then, you know, I live out west as well. I live out Blacktown. And, um, you know, the travel back and forth takes up a lot of your time. So there wasn't much time to be working on different things that you're passionate about. But um, I came across Wealthy on YouTube, as I said. And I watched one of your videos. And you mentioned that you and your partner bought a property within your means and now rented out in Coogee, which... um, no, sorry. You rent out in could you? Was that right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, you're
1: right. So that's rent vesting. What rent I do yep. is, and I encourage different people to, to do that as well. Yeah. I've got a portfolio of assets now. Mm-hmm. And what I've, I've, I've chosen to do, and I tell clients about this all the time, is rent where you want to live. Mm-hmm. Okay? Rent in an area where you feel happy, you get a quality lifestyle, and then invest in an area that you can afford and where you're going to make money. Yeah. Treat treat property like an investment mm-hmm. because it is such a, 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 a strong investment tool because there's a few things you get with real estate. You get leverage. Mm-hmm. So if I get $100,000, I can go get a $400,000 loan, which means I can buy a half a million dollar asset. Mm-hmm. Now, that half a million dollar asset, if it grows by 10%, I've made 50K. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That $100,000, if I invest it all into the stock market and it grows by 10%, I've made 10K. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. So leverage is really important. The second thing is you get an income. Now, the income you derive from property, it, it can be enough to cover all the expenses. It can lower your marginal tax rate and it can put money into your pocket. Mm-hmm. So you've got the double advantage of earning an income and getting growth in that asset. Mm-hmm. So I really encourage people to invest in good quality real estate, and but don't do it in a way that, that that comes at a cost. When you buy your own home, it's not tax deductible. You won't be able to buy what you really want
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you can't afford it. Yeah. So go rent what you want and go invest where you can afford.
0: Yeah. I understand that. And how possible how possible is it to make that re- make that a reality? Because me and my partner, we have plans. We'd like to go. Um, you know, she's on. She's just purchased the property out west, and I've got one as well. But we want to be able to maybe one day live in Koji or somewhere out in the beach. How possible is that to happen?
1: Easy. Do it today. Yeah. What's stopping you? The question um, is, what's stopping you? It's only yeah, you. Yeah.
0: I think that as well
1: i mean it's it's as simple as making the decision mm-hmm. you know if if you're courageous enough to go and chase the things that you want you'll find a way through it for sure now the only if you've got the money if you've got the savings if you've got the capacity it's as simple as making the decision to go Just and to invest do. yeah and then simply pack up your shit and move
0: For sure i think once the um building is completed we, we are going to living at first and then um, after a few months or a year or so that we, we are going to look into where we want to live.
1: That's perfect. And it sounds like you've done that. You know, this is strategic for you. Yeah. You may have used the first home buyers grant. It sounds like you have bought something new off the plan. So you're yeah. going to get your government incentives. You mm-hmm. have to follow the law so yeah. that you can go and do it all properly. And then once that's done, you can move on.
0: Yeah. To some, um, to some people these days that, you know, especially here in Sydney, they have this, f- They have this thought in their their minds that it seems impossible to purchase a property here in Sydney. What's your advice to someone that's single or maybe even a dual income and they're currently renting? What, What should they do to buy a property in Sydney?
1: Get over yourself. Get over what you think you need to do, right? We've all got these ideas of what we think, the way that we think we have to behave. So get, get behind the, the why. What is it that, that, that success looks like to you? So for instance, this person that just wants to buy Sydney because they want to buy Sydney, you know, what is it? Is it that you want a good investment or is it that you want to buy a home or that you want to live in an area? Mm-hmm. That's going back to what we're talking about. If it's that you want to live in an area, you can go rent there. And if it's that you want to buy an investment, then it doesn't have to be Sydney. It can be Sydney, but it doesn't have to be Sydney. It's about getting a good quality investment. Yeah. So I think to those people, get clear on what it is that you're actually after and chase that, not what you think it is. So I, I've had the benefit of living in New York, living in London, and I can tell you the people that live in New York City or Manhattan
0: mm-hmm.
1: aren't deluded enough to think that they can afford to buy in Manhattan. They buy in Connecticut, they buy in areas that they can afford. Yeah. Same thing with London. The people that are living in London aren't saying, hey... I'm pissed off because I can't go and buy in Chelsea <laughs> well Chelsea's fucking expensive get over it you know what I mean it's yeah. everyone wants to live in Chelsea it's the reason why it's so expensive they have to go buy in Newcastle they've got to buy south they have got to buy east they're got to buy within your means yeah so I think it's about being realistic as well
0: yeah and you guys specialize in not only in Sydney but all of the Australian market yeah
1: Exactly right. Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, Canberra. We 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 operate in, in nearly all the states. We we pick the markets that we think are best. So for instance, you've just said it there. Melbourne is mm-hmm. like forty percent cheaper than Sydney. You can get in some really really good areas that it reminds me of being in Sydney almost ten years ago. You can buy in some. So some of some of my team, nearly all my team are invest. Nearly all them invest in the stuff that we buy. Some of them are still saving up. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the girls bought in North Fitzroy, which is to anyone that knows North Fitzroy, it's one of the best areas in Melbourne. Like it's it's the equivalent of like a, a Darlinghurst or a Surrey mm-hmm. Hills or something like that. They were able to buy a really good quality unit for like six hundred and fifty odd thousand.
0: Wow, you know in what I mean? City. Like yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's right. It's in the city. You're in a really nice area. All the cafes, bars, restaurants there. It'd be it's like a million investment. Here.
0: More. It'd be more. <laughs> more It'd be yeah. like a million and a half. You know? Yeah. And um, yeah, so you do recommend people from Sydney that watch or yeah, that think that they can't afford here in Sydney to actually buy one in Brisbane or the Gold Coast or in Melbourne and then rent out here?
1: Yeah. Buy, buy where you can afford, rent where you want to live. You know, I wouldn't say just go do it willy nilly. There's a lot of ways that you can make mistakes in property. It's
0: full of. Yeah.
1: It's an investment, right? It's not. Yeah. It's not guaranteed. Yeah. One of my old, one of my old mentors uh, said to me, "Property investment's really easy. You just got to not fuck it up."
0: Mm-hmm. And what he that. means,
1: it's as simple as that. There's <laughs> a lot of good. There's a lot of ways you can go right, but you've just got to not do some wrong things. Yeah. So you know, reach out to a team like us, and we'll help.
0: For sure. That's what I was about to say. So you don't fuck up, reach out to the guys at wealthy.
1: Yeah. Well, or when things fuck up, you've got a team of professionals to help because not everything goes according to plan. Yeah. Build times stretch out. Uh, you know, maybe your cash flow, you're gonna make sure your cash flow is tweaked right or your finances are structured mm-hmm. in the right way. Um, you gotta pick the right property. There's a hundred different moving parts. Yeah. And of those 100 moving parts, there's always something that's going to break or something that's not going to go quite right. Yeah. You know, the best part of making a plan is that you've structured the plan out. It doesn't mean everything's going to go according to plan. Mm-hmm. So you've got to just create the contingencies for it.
0: Absolutely. What do you personally think is going to happen to the show property market when lockdown's over and we open our borders back to the world?
1: You know, outside of any black swan event, so any further crazy things. I, I'm a, a massive optimist and you kind of need to be a little bit of an optimist to go and start a business. So you'd expect that of me. But yes. I think that we're going to see um, a boom. I think we're going to see a, a lot of positive movement. I think that people overseas are going to look at Australia and say that it was... Really well run country. It's a stable political system. They care about the area. Clean air, good food, great education, yep. good healthcare system. You know, we haven't had. We've missed out on nearly three hundred thousand migrants over the past two years. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be an influx of migration. We're going to see a huge amount of tourism. We're going to see a huge amount of uh, students coming to the market all of these people will want Australian soil for one reason or another. And that demand will then be reflected in property prices, I think. So if you're strategic, I've given a lot away there. There's, there's different types of investments, which will um, benefit more so than others based on the people that are going to come into the country.
0: I think so too. Uh, my, my dad, I'm not sure where you're from, um, as in your background, we're from the Philippines and um it COVID has taken that that um, country it's been crazy even though we're in lockdown and we feel that we've been bogged down um COVID's gone rampant in the Philippines and I know that they look at Australia and they only see very minuscule to what they've had over there so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of wealthy Filipinos that are going to try and move out to Australia and um my dad thinks like, um, people from india i'm not sure where you're from but they a lot of immigrants are going to come out to Australia.
1: yeah that's exactly right and i'm from it, my, my mom and dad are from italy. italy yep yeah and i talk about migration because they migrated here and mm-hmm. the, our system you need to either be highly educated or have money to get into australia
0: Yep. same here
1: it's not easy it's not yep. easy so the amount of the people that are coming in are either highly qualified or they've got dough they've got cash behind yeah. them and you're right. There are many, many people out there that look at this country and say, "I want a piece of that." You know, during the 80, '70s and '80s, I had a lot of Italians. During the '90s, I had a lot of Asians, and then you know, That's 2000, us. seeing a lot more Indians coming through. Mm-hmm. So these different uh, ethnic groups come into Australia at different times, and they all have different demands of what they want. They 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 go towards different community groups, and an intelligent investor can pay attention to that and say. Where are they going to go? What type of real estate do they want? And perhaps I can buy that piece that they're after.
0: Yeah. What's the plan after lockdown and for yourself um, and with wealthy after everything's opened up again?
1: Uh, We're going to continue doing business as per usual. We're having a great time. Yeah. You know, lots and lots of people working with us. Our team's all working remotely. Um, You and I were talking about it earlier. I've moved to basically a holiday destination. Yep. It was always my dream to buy a holiday house. So I'm currently building that. I'm going to be living in there for a little while and just kind of just enjoying <laughs> myself while I'm working, taking a breather. Enjoy and, life. Uh, yeah, enjoy life a little bit in, in some very subtle ways. And then also we're growing. So we've got an office in London. So we help Australian wow. expats buy real estate back at home. Um, Where we're, we're still growing. We're looking for good people that want to change the world in the way that we are. So yeah. we're always looking to hire amazing people. We've just launched a, a couple of new initiatives. We've got Wealthy Privates, that's for the more sophisticated investors. We've launched another initiative. So we're paying attention to um, carbon emissions and, and we believe in leaving the world a better place than what we've, we've inherited as. Mm-hmm. So now for every investment, there's, we've estimated about 80,000 tons of carbon that gets emitted to create that investment. Yeah. So now we're going to offset the carbon um, by buying the buying the carbon credits for all the investments to go oh. out. So we're 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 putting money into, you know, reforestation, cleaning water, you know, doing all these initiatives to, you know, make the the world a better place really yeah. through investing. So we've got our hands full with full. lots and lots and lots of different exciting initiatives.
0: Yeah. Tell us more about, you know, you've got all of that side to the business side, but tell us more about the podcast and the content. How did that all come about?
1: Just passion for what I do. Yeah. You know, I've been doing podcasting or videos before wealthy. <clears throat> uh, I, I, what we believe at wealthy is that anyone can be wealthy by their own definition. Mm-hmm. And... We want to have an active part as in helping as many people as we can. Part of that is going helping investing in assets, and the other part is by giving away information. It doesn't hurt me to help you, yeah, you know it, it, we have there's an old saying in in Italian saying where it's basically if one eats, we all eat, so if I've got something good, I want to share it with you, yeah. So that's what we try to do with the podcast. How can I keep on sharing the information that we've got? We've got wealthy experts, where we're talking to experts in their field about what they're doing and how they they leave the world a wealthier place. Um, We talk with developers, landowners. uh, We talk to clients, so we continue doing that. Today, I I wanna be doing a whole heap of work on Wealthy Academy. So for anyone out there that wants to learn about real estate, you can jump on Wealthy Academy. It's free you can click in and watch all the videos about how to invest in real estate. Um, I'll tell some stories about my investments, how they work, the issues that I found. Um, Yeah, man, I just want to create good stuff and push it out to as many people as I can.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love the, that's how I found you guys. I was going through YouTube. I actually, um, you know, I've had these talks with my family and friends about we've got got a property, but we'd love to live by the beach. and i searched up rent vesting and you guys were like the second or third um search up there and then i watched the you explained it and i was like i got my sister and my girl and my partner to watch it and then i was like i left that comment and then jenny reached out to me so it's been cool and i I get to meet meet you and hopefully i'll be a part of that academy as well because i do want to get to know more about everything
1: you're more than welcome (laughs) and if you ever need anything you just reach out
0: for sure a hundred percent will Hey, I just want to ask, um, if, who in your life, um, you know, ask, uh, who in your life has inspired you to do great things that you've done? It can be, you know, your family or uh, not a celebrity, but a sports star. That's most of us, men, boys. Who, like, uh, if you can see here, uh, everyone knows Kobe's been my biggest idol growing up. Um, and Manny Pacquiao. Who's been your biggest inspiration?
1: It's going to sound very, very cheesy. So I'm sorry <laughs> to all your listeners out there right now. And, and, and you know,
0: <laughs> you I'll, had I'll, it oh, maybe yeah,
1: maybe I'll whisper. <laughs> uh, uh, but honestly, my mom's inspired me. Mm-hmm. She, she came from a family of 16 kids. Uh, they migrated to Australia. They're a poor family. My mom didn't come from much. And she's worked to create some, a beautiful life for herself. And when I was growing up, all I wanted to do was build something stable and financially secure for my family, my friends. You know, we were always the hosts. We always had people at my house.
0: Yeah.
1: And I love that my mom has such a big and open, generous heart. And she was always free to give things away. So I wanted to create that for my family, my friends. You know, it's why I'm buying a holiday house so I can host my friends. Everyone, and I yeah, do these cool. things so that I can... That I can give. I want more for myself, so that I can give it away. If that makes yeah. sense, and that's that's my my one of my biggest inspirations was her.
0: I love that because me on whatever wherever I take this journey, uh, I do want I want to be able to just like you bring everyone with me. You know, like everyone that means a lot to me. I want to bring them all all with me. I'm with you.
1: It's it's it's. There's no point um, eating a beautiful meal by yourself. Yeah. There's only so much gratitude you get from that. You know, when you have something nice, you want to share it with someone else. When you're winning, it's great, but it's so much better if you can share it. If you've got a beautiful view, you take a photo so you can share it. You want someone yeah. else to have that experience, sure. you know?
0: Did you grow up with many siblings or it's just you?
1: I've got a younger brother and a younger sister. My brother lives in London. My sister's wow. in, in Sydney. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're characters. <laughs> they're, they're, they're more outgoing and louder than I am.
0: hmm and just like you I'm, I'm guessing they're dream chasers as well
1: yeah they're dream chasers in their own ways we all <laughs> we're all uh we're all chasing a dream in one way or another sure some 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 are pig-headed and audacious enough to ask for more than they think is possible and mm. other people their dreams are you know simpler things so
0: i like to think of it this way that uh, you you probably be the same that you know, my parents came from the Philippines in the 80s, uh, late 80s, and your, your mum came as well, um, 60s, 70s, something like that. But In the you 80s, know, early 70s, yeah. Early 70s, yeah. We were born here, me and you. So we're basically Australian with um, foreign parents. But, you know, they've done everything, sacrificed everything for us. And now we just got to take that opportunity and just run with it. So, and I see that you, you're doing everything you can relentlessly to run with it
1: man nothing's nothing's that hard that's the thing like you look at our parents our grand our grandparents our grandparents my mom my mom's mom like my grandparents came here they had 16 kids they had no English skills like Mm. what the fuck is that they had to come and stay, they started with nothing zero and they created something they they looked after a family they 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 created a legacy you know you've got to throw yourself at something so you may as well enjoy the journey or go throw yourself at something that's worth your energy your time you're going to work on something so go choose what it is For
0: sure and really go for it especially out here in australia's got so many opportunities we're not bogged down
1: no there's <laughs> there's no excuses here there's no excuses here
0: before we wrap it up, I've got one last question. Um, who would you like to see on our show? knowing Now knowing that we've got well, what we're about, about passions. and? But when you answer, whoever it is, you've got to help us get them on.
1: Who would I like to see on your show that I can then also help you get on your show? Yeah.
0: An athlete, someone you know that we don't know the an artist a creative that's really going for it wow that's a tough one i'll leave that. you know because
1: i'll tell you who i'd like to see on your show yeah but i don't know if i can help you get them on here um i like i like watching a guy named tom Belieu. i mm-hmm. also like lewis Howes. i like these are guys House. love, yeah. love it. Yeah. i, so I message guys, him sometimes well there you go so these are guys that i i watch and i like their show and yeah. you've got a very similar message I'd love for you to have one of those guys on your show because it'd be amazing for your podcast. And I think that you'd get a lot from
0: it. Yeah. I follow Lewis um, crazy. One time he had Kobe on his show and I didn't even know who Lewis was. I just watched that interview cause it was Kobe. And then um, I put it up on my story and I was like, man, this was a great episode. Uh, this was a great podcast episode. And he, he reached back. He was like, thanks man. And I was like, Oh yeah, cool. And I followed him. <laughs> and then three, four years later, as I watch content, Lewis Howes, Lewis Howes, Lewis Howes. Lewis Howes. And, I, and I went to message him about one of his, um, one of his uh, episodes. And then I saw that he's already replied to me. And I go, I've spoken to this guy. And now I full follow him. So I'm going to cut that clip. I'm going to try to reach out to him and try to get him on. And I'll be like, Dom, you, have, you made this happen. You put that out in the atmosphere.
1: I put it out <laughs> there. The energy is out there for you.
0: And when you say it, I'm going to make sure Lewis reaches out to you as well. <laughs>
1: thanks, man. Pay it forward. <laughs>
0: hey, thanks, Don for your time um, and sharing your story and wealth of knowledge with us. How can our audience get in contact with you for your investment advice?
1: Gem, thank you for for creating space for me on your podcast i appreciate it all the questions you're asking me have been good i've enjoyed myself <laughs> for all of you that are still listening watching and are here oh, uh it's wealthy w-e-a-l-t-h-i just wealthy.com.au um if you google that i'll be surprised if you don't see us google my name dominic Nesci. d-o-m-e-n-i-c-n-e-s-c-i just, yeah, Google it. You'll, you'll catch us everywhere. everywhere. And I apologize in advance because we've got retargeting pixels. So we're going to follow you around after that.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. Hey, I'll leave all the details below. Um, check out Wealthy on their website. There's a big source of resources, opportunities for you guys to learn more about property investing within Australia. Um, follow and subscribe to their YouTube channel. Dom and his team have great content there. And they've got. I've seen them on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'll leave all the links below and if you've learned something today and enjoyed this episode make sure to give us a like and subscribe below share this with your family and friends i'd love i would love that and follow us on all audio platforms and social media at start somewhere media hope this helps to get you guys started thank you dom thanks man and if you guys are new here to this channel make sure to subscribe if you haven't already give us a like it helps us uh, trigger that algorithm Um, Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn. Try and get that content out. Uh, Let's see who's next. This episode wouldn't have been possible without cyber1systems.com.au. I'll leave all the details around here, down below. I'll leave the link as well. Um, If you guys in Sydney or or Australia-wide need help with IT services, get in contact with them. They built me a computer so that I was able to, I'm able to edit all our content um, efficiently. If you need help with like web platforms or creating an app or developing something for your, for your brand, um, yeah, definitely get in contact with them. See you next time.